This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our series called 50 Days of Faith. In these lessons, Rick looks into God's Word to discover the true meaning of faith and explore ways we can strengthen it. But first, if you'd like to discover the custom-made dream God has just for you, stay tuned. Because in just a few moments, we're going to tell you about the video base created to dream Bible study. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Stretching My Imagination. Now, God put you on this earth for a reason. He put you here for a purpose. He has a plan for your life. He has a dream for your life. And God wants to use you for a great purpose, one greater than you could ever imagine. That's why God made you. God made you so he could use you on this earth. Now, the problem with this is in your mind. You have mental blocks You have emotional barriers that keep you saying, how could God ever use me? And so for God to use you, for God to bless your life the way he wants to, you have to have a change in your thinking, in your imagination. Now, every great accomplishment that's ever happened in history began as an idea in somebody's imagination. It starts with a thought in your mind before it actually becomes a reality. And psychologists tell us that if you really want to live you have to learn to have a dream. you got to have a dream in life. Otherwise, you're just existing. Now, that's good, but it doesn't go all the way. You need more than just a dream. You need to get, even more important, God's dream for your life. What he put you here on earth to do. What he wants to use you for. Because if God isn't using you, what in the world is your life being used for right now? Notice these verses on the top of your outline. 1 Corinthians 2.9. Would you read it with me? No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. God's dream for your life is mind-boggling. It is so fantastic that you can't even imagine it. You cannot imagine what God could do with your life if it was totally, completely, irrevocably given to him. You just have no idea what God could do with your life. Look at the next verse. With God's power working in us, God can do much, much more than anything we can ask or imagine. Now, one of the greatest gifts that God has given you is your imagination. The ability to imagine is one of the things that makes human beings different from animals. You were made in God's image, and so like our creator, you are creative. You have the ability to imagine. Napoleon said, imagination rules the world. Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. What I want to do this morning is stretch your imagination because that's what God wants to do. He wants you to imagine how God could use you in ways like you've never, ever thought of. And we're going to look at the life of Joshua, a man in the Bible who reveals four secrets to being used by God. So let's get right into it. Number one, if you want to be used by God, 
You want God's blessing on your life. You want his dream for your life. Number one, you must let go of doubt. Let go of doubt. Because doubt is a great enemy of God's dream for your life. Doubt limits your potential. Doubt causes procrastination. Doubt causes you to miss God's best. You say, I doubt that God could use me in a great way. Well, I look at me. And you start coming up with all kinds of excuses and doubts. The Bible says in James chapter 1, anyone who doubts is like a wave in the sea, blown up and down by the wind. They should not think they will receive anything from the Lord. So before you can be used of God in any great way, you've got to deal with this doubt issue. The fact that you doubt that God could use you in great ways. Now, Joshua had a doubt problem. In the, in the Old Testament, there's a story of a guy named Joshua, and he had a problem with self-confidence. He just did not feel very confident about himself for two reasons. Number one, he was the successor to Moses. Now, how would you like to be the follow-up act to Moses? Yeah, it's kind of like, here's Moses, in which Deuteronomy, the book of the Bible, says he was the greatest man who ever lived, and it says, and now here's Joshua. Oh, great. You know, I'd have a little self-doubt, too, following Moses' act. But not only that, the assignment that God gave him, he said, Joshua, you are going to be the guy who goes in and leads this little band of slaves who've been running around in the desert for uh, 40 years in fear. You're going to lead them in to take over the promised land, the area of Palestine. There's only one problem, Joshua. Palestine is inhabited by seven enemy nations, all of which are bigger and stronger than you guys. But we're going to take it over. So he had a lot of doubt. He had a lot of fear. A lot of, he didn't have a lot of confidence in his life. So just on the verge of him beginning this campaign, which was going to be a battle for many, many, many years, they're on standing on the banks of the Jordan River, and they're going to cross over the river and begin this campaign to take over Palestine, which is now where Israel is today. And in that campaign, God says the night before, he says, let me just give you a little pep talk. And in Joshua chapter 1, four times he says, be determined and confident. And he says, Joshua, the first thing you're going to have to do, if I'm going to use you, is you've got to let go of doubt. Notice this verse. Joshua 1 verse 9. Be bold and strong. Banish doubt, banish fear and doubt. For remember the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Circle the word banish. What does that mean? It means get rid of, eliminate, put it out of sight, dump it. And if God is going to use you, the first thing you have to do is dump your doubts. You say, well, that's pretty hard. No, it really isn't. It's not very hard to dump your doubts. Why? Because doubt is a choice. Did you know that? Every time you doubt, you are choosing to doubt. It's a choice, just like any other uh, attitude is. Faith is a choice. Doubt is a choice. And whenever you're doubting your abilities, God, other people, you are choosing to doubt. Now, I don't know, understand the logic of this, but a lot of people believe their doubts and doubt their beliefs. That doesn't make sense. That's kind of illogical. I want to suggest that you doubt your doubts. Yeah, doubt your doubts and believe your beliefs. That makes much more sense. And when doubts come up about God couldn't use me, say, well, I have that doubt, but I doubt the doubt. 
Okay? Instead, I'm going to believe my beliefs, which God says, I will help you, I will use you, I want to work in your life. Believe your beliefs. Now, why do we have so many self-doubts about God using us? Well, there are two things that cause self-doubt in your life. Number one, you can write these down. Comparing my abilities. Comparing my abilities causes me to doubt my abilities. And instead of looking to God like I should be, I start looking around at everybody else. And I look around and say, other people, they have more talent. They have more ability. They have more education. They have more experience. They look better. They've got a better background and on and on and on. The moment you start comparing yourself to other people, you're going to be filled with self-doubt. And uh, God says, don't do that. In fact, the Bible says it's foolish to compare yourself to other people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, it says it is dumb, it's stupid to compare yourself to other people. When you do, you start looking around and say, well, I'm just an average person. I'm just an ordinary person. Well, God uses ordinary people. If God only used superstars, not much would get done in this world. In fact, if God only used perfect people, nothing would be done because there are no perfect people. God uses ordinary people. God uses weak people. God uses people with problems. God uses people with mixed motivations. God even uses dysfunctional people. I mean, look at Doug Fields. I mean, he can use bizarre people, just all kinds of people. God doesn't want you comparing yourself to anybody else. He wants you to be unique. He wants you to be you. So don't compare yourself. Now, the other thing that causes you to have self-doubt is remembering your failures. And remembering our past, our failures, is kind of like putting a movie on your mind of all your mistakes and playing it over. And we replay it and we rehearse it and we go over and say, hey, let's watch that one again. And you look at those movies and you think, remember that stupid thing that I did in 1995? I think I'll just replay that in my mind right now. And it, it, it tortures you to death and you hate doing it. Why do you keep playing it over and over and over? That tape, God does not want you focusing on your past. If you keep focused on your past failures, your mistakes, you're never going to get on with your present and God can't use you in the future. So God says, forget the past. If you look at your past and all your mistakes, and all of us have lots of mistakes in our past, then you're going to say, well, God can't use me. Look at all the things I've done. You know, look at my checkered past. And if people knew my background, they wouldn't follow me or they wouldn't listen to me or they wouldn't like my ideas. Have you read the Bible lately? Most of the great leaders in the Bible did not exactly have a sterling resume. Their past was quite checkered and filled with a lot of bad things. Moses was a murderer before he became a great leader. Hello? Joshua, or Jacob, stole his family inheritance. David was an adulterer and then had his liaison's husband put to death. That's not good, folks. That is not a good thing. Abraham gave his wife away twice. Here, save my life, take my wife, you know. What a great man of faith, you know. Save me, but here, take my wife. Peter was a hard-driving, hard-drinking, hard-cussing, salty sea dog. He was a sailor who swore up and down, and he, uh, he had a temper that wouldn't quit, and he was always putting his foot in his mouth. God said, I think I'll use you. You see, what I'm saying is, 
God uses people with checkered pasts. Aren't you glad for that? And that God says, I don't care where you've been. What really matters is the direction your feet are headed right now. That's what matters. Not what you've, where you've been. Where are you headed today? In fact, God so much wants you to focus on the future, forward, instead of in the past. He built your body that way as a physical reminder of which way you were to focus on. For instance, when God put your two eyeballs in your head, did he put them in the front of your head or in the back of your head? He put them in the front of your head so you would look forward, not backwards at your past. When God attached your two ears to your cranium, did he attach them facing forward or did he attach them facing backwards? He attached them forward so you can hear the promises of God rather than listen to what people are saying behind your back. Okay? He wants you to focus forward. When God attached your arms to your body, he put them so that it is easier to reach forward than it is to reach backwards because he wants you reaching forward, helping other people out. When God put your two feet on your ankles, did he attach them facing forward or backwards? He put them facing forward because he wants you to walk forward in faith, not backwards in fear. In fact, in your entire anatomy, there's only one part of your body facing your past. <laughs> only one part. They don't call it the behind for nothing. Okay. And I think that even in God's sense of humor, he's saying, now folks, there's some stuff in your life you really ought to leave behind. Get it? Good. Don't let your past doubts, don't let your past guilt keep you from being used by God. Because God says, I don't care what your past is, I want to use you. Imagine that. The second secret of being used by God. Look for a promise. Look for a promise of God. Now the word promise is a very important word in the life of Joshua and it's a key to his success. In fact, 13 times in the book of Joshua, the word promise is used. If you were to summarize the life of Joshua in one word, it would be capture the promised land. God had promised it to him. And at the very beginning, as that they're standing on the edge of the Jordan River, getting ready to go into this major campaign, God says, let's just remind ourselves of the promise that I made. And in Joshua chapter 1, verse 3, God says, I promised Moses that I would give you this land, so I will give you every place you go in the land. I want you to circle the phrase, so I will. God cannot lie. If he makes a promise to you, he keeps it. If he says, I'm going to use you, he will use you. If he says, I'm going to bless you, he will bless you. If he says, I will protect you, he will protect you. Because God cannot lie. Now, at the end of Joshua's life, many, many years later, when he was very old and he was about to die, he looks back over his life and sees that they have conquered all of Palestine. And at the end of the book, in Joshua chapter 23, he says this, now my time has come to die. And every one of you knows that God has given you all the good things that he promised. Every promise he has made has been kept. Not one has failed. 
You want to be used by God? Get in this book. This is a book of God's promises, the Bible. There are over 7,000 promises in this book, like blank checks waiting for you to cash. And if you're going to grow in faith, you've got to build it on the promises of God. That's why every week in this 50 Days of Faith, we're going to memorize a promise of God together. And I want you to pull out this week's promise out of your program. The 50 Days of Faith weekly memory verse number two, we're going to use Ephesians 3.20, which is the verse, our theme this week. It says, with God's power working in us, God can do much more than anything we can ask or imagine. Now let's read this verse aloud together. With God's power working in us, God can do much, much more than anything we can ask or imagine. Read it again. With God's power working in us, God can do much, much more than anything we can ask or imagine. I hope you will memorize this verse this week because you need to get some promises of God under your belt, in your mind, so that when you start to doubt, you start to feel discouraged, you start to feel depressed, God can bring that to your memory. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Now, if this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind or heart that needs to hear it, would you please share it? You'll be so glad you did, and so will they. And be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment. But first, did you know that God has a dream for your life? Before you took your very first breath, He had already placed the gift of imagination into your brain and hardwired creativity into every cell of your body. But discovering and fulfilling your God-given dream will require a journey of faith on your part. That's why Pastor Rick just released the Created to Dream Bible Study, based on the core teaching found in his best-selling book, Created to Dream. This six-week video-based study will reveal the process God uses to fulfill the custom-made dream He has just for you and the faith-building phases He'll lead you through as He does. This video study includes an enhanced workbook with lesson outlines, key verses, and the homework for deeper reflection between each session. You can do this study on your own or with friends in a small group setting. So whether you're feeling stuck, forgotten, afraid, or uninspired, the Created to Dream Bible Study will give you the tools you need to awaken and pursue the custom-made dream God created you to fulfill. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to a hurting world, we'll send you the Created to Dream Bible Study Kit to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Hi, everybody. Today I want to introduce you to Allison. Uh, she recently wrote me to tell how God had saved her from a life of prostitution and used daily hope to help her grow as a young Christian. Here's what she wrote. I grew up in an atheist family, 
and I was taught that people who believe in God are crazy, stupid, and brainwashed. I ended up being a hardcore drug addict for 15 years, and to pay for my habit, I sold my body on the street, and I was homeless. But I found a Bible in a hotel room where I was working, and the Lord radically saved me through his word. Then an amazing church family embraced me fully and helped me to grow in the Lord. One day, Pastor Rick, I came across your TED Talk on the Internet, and I was blown away. So I looked up your website, and I downloaded the Daily Hope app. And I started listening to your sermons every single morning. I then bought the book, Purpose Driven Life, on audible.com. I've enjoyed it immensely. I am so blessed to give a monthly donation so you can share your message all over the world. Your Daily Hope messages have meant so much to me in the past year, and I'm just an infant in Christ. I appreciate all the encouragement that I get from listening to you. Thank you, Pastor Rick. You know, Allison, I, I just I can't thank you enough for writing to me and sharing your story. We live to get these letters, and, and it's so exciting to hear stories from people like you who have been radically touched and transformed by the message of hope through Daily Hope. And, I, I, of course, I appreciate you giving a, a monthly donation. Thank you for your prayers for this ministry, that we can pass this good news of hope on to others. I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying that God continues to use you in the lives of other people and to use daily hope to help you grow more like Jesus. God bless you, Allison. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.